Good morning, church. Praise the Lord. We should be happy to be in his presence this morning because the joy of the Lord is our strength. He's the one that has made it possible for us to be here. Let's rise up and give praises to his name. Let's get up. It's not cold. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Praising the Lord always, always praising the Lord always praising the Lord with all my heart. Praising the Lord with all my heart always. all the time 24 by 7 let us pray father in jesus name our lord and our god we bless you we give you all the praise you are always good you are bringing new things to pass in our life every day every minute thank you father for the gift of life thank you for the gift of another day our abba father we have come before you to hear you speak to us oh god in the name of jesus i surrender myself lord use me as your oracle let your will be established perfect divers of the manifestations of your miracle and the gift of the fruit of the spirit in our midst this morning thank you father for answer prayer in jesus precious and mighty name we have prayed and we have received let's have our seat thank you for joining me to praise our god the king of kings and the lord of lords i want to remind us this morning in the topic of the sermon fight with faith for the winner's prize and we can also call it fight the good fight of faith for the winner's prize do you know we have a we we have a prize to have to to have at the end of our journey long life is our portion in the name of jesus so our text is first timothy 6 12. we are going to read it in three versions tpt amp and erv amp Fight the good fight of faith in the conflict with evil. <laughs> Take hold of eternal life to which you and I were called and for which you made the good confession of faith in the presence of many witnesses. You see, when we give our life to Christ, we are not ashamed because Jesus is not ashamed of us. He went to the cross of Calvary. He gave himself for the whole world. 
he was not ashamed. So when we give our life to Christ, that's what that means. In the presence of many witnesses. Let's read the next version, please. ERV. We have to fight to keep our faith. My brothers and my sisters, that is true. We have to fight. It is not a physical fight. It is not that you are blowing. You know, those people, when they are doing wrestling, sometimes I can't watch it because they, they harm themselves. I would just be looking. Somebody get down, and they are fighting just because of money. So we are not fighting. This is not that kind of fight that we are talking about. We have to fight to keep our faith. Try as hard as you can to win that fight. Take hold of eternal life. That is where, that is where Jesus has come to prepare a place for us. It is the life you we are choosing to have when you confess your faith. When we confess our faith and say, Lord, I surrender my life to you. Come and be my Lord and my Savior. Your faith in Jesus, that wonderful truth that you spoke so openly and that so many people heard, so many people heard when we give our life to Christ. Let's read this, the third one, TPT. So fight with faith for the winner's prize. Lay your hands upon eternal life. For this is your calling. This is my calling. This is our calling. And those of you that are watching online, celebrating in faith before the multitude of witnesses. I will use my own as an example. Because I can't use anybody. I can only talk about myself to the glory of God. Like a few months ago, I was wearing a boot. That's why I'm so glad this morning that I can walk here, no boot. Because of what Jesus can do, and he's continued to do it 24 by 7. He's a miracle-working God. I was at church. I just went downstairs there on that stairs. One step to go down, I knew I was distracted because I was on my cell phone, going down the stairs. You know, sometimes we take it for granted. We just be on our phone. Some people are crossing the road. You see them with cell phones. You see them touching, 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 touching. Not knowing that we have to pay attention. Just one step. I just fell. Thank God everybody left the church. Nobody, <laughs> nobody was around. I was the only one. I look up and down. Nobody. I pick myself up. I just straighten up. I just discovered that my leg twisted. But I got up, I came back up the stairs. But I discovered that my le this leg wasn't, I felt so funny Then I was walking limping. Pastor Uche saw me. He said, am I okay? I said, yes. <laughs> I answered her. Then I sat down there. Then, you know, back when you were growing up, that's, that was what I remember that day, that when you fall, you don't just sit there in one place. You have to walk around and straighten your leg. So I walked, I walked to the back there. I walked to the back. I, I didn't, I just, don't let me, I, I don't want to sit down. So I walked all over. And when we were here that day, we did something a couple of hours. So when we got home, I told my kids and my husband, I said I fell. My daughter said, ah. Nobody was there, nobody to help you. I said, nobody. I said, I would thank God that nobody was there. <laughs> so, 
So I said, ah, but the leg wasn't so, I, they had, I, I put eyes, I placed eyes to sleep and all through the night. Then I knew that I was feeling a little pain, little funny pain. So the next day, I said, let me go. Let me go to, I call a couple of numbers, orthopedic and all that. Nobody picked up the phone. The, the people that picked up the phone, they told me they were booked up. So I said, I call my regular doctor. So that receptionist just advised me, why don't you go to urgent care? It's what they do at urgent care. So I said, okay, let me go to urgent care. I just told God, I said, God, I don't know whatever happened to this leg. But I just give my body to you. You are the perfect healer. So I went there. <laughs> the guy came, said, thank God nothing broke. I said, glory be to God. I said, I thank God that nothing, nothing happened. So he just sent me home. He asked me to just go home and follow, just go home and relax. So few minutes that I got home, my phone rang. I look at the phone. I said, what strange number was this phone? So I pick up that phone. He said, oh, you just left here. I said, yes. Oh, he said, you, are, you just left urgent care. He said, you have to come back. I said, what? I have to come back for what? He said, you have to come back. I just sent your x-ray to the radiology, and they told me that uh, you have a slight <laughs> fracture. I said, what? I said, God, I, I just trust you. So I went back, and he had to put me, he had to put cast on the leg, and gave me crutches. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that crutch, I said, God, how will I work with this thing? Thank God for my daughter. Thank God for our children. They help us. It wasn't comfortable at all to use that crutch to walk up to the car and get back home. So I go back home, there are stairs to climb. I say, what? How will I climb the stairs with these crutches? Ah, I say, God, those people that are using crutches, I pray that you will just do some miracle in their lives. <laughs> so ah, somebody offered to, I said, don't carry me. No. <laughs> don't carry me. I'm going to go up these stairs. God is blessing us. So don't just think this is funny. God is blessing us. God is touching a heart watching online. So I walk, I was able to just hold the, with the crutches, I went back up. So she, it, the, the, the doctor told me, go back to your orthopedic for follow-up. So I said, God, ah, how will I use these crutches? And I have to go to the orthopedic to, in two days. I just say, God, whenever I go up the stairs, I come back, I stay throughout for the rest of the day. Night, I go back upstairs. So now, the third day, I went to the orthopedic with the crutches. <laughs> Do you know what happened at the orthopedic? Because I don't know how to use it. I fell down again. <laughs> I said, God, please, you have to help me. My trust is in you. And the Bible says, faith is the substance of things that we have not seen. But it has not happened, but you trust God that it will happen. So that is what we are doing, a fight of faith. It was a fight of faith. I said, God, just take control of this orthopedic. As he said, you have to go and do another x-ray. I said, okay, I know God, you are in this with me. And I'm victorious. And I came back, 
He said, you don't need crutches. I said, glory be to God. He said, you don't need crutches. You just have a very slight fracture. You will wear boots. I said, thank you. I said, God, I thank you. I said, because I've been thinking, how will I be going over, all over with these crutches? So he now gave me the prescription to get a boot. So and the boot, I wore the boot, but I thank God for one thing. There was no excruciating pain, and I did not use one Tylenol. No pain, no pain, stop. I just continue, I say, God, I thank you because my feet has been healed. I stood that fight of faith. I stood my ground. I did not accept. Some people will say, oh, maybe it would, I don't need, I don't, they will say that, I say, God, I will, in my heart, I say, God, I am healed. You have healed this leg, leg because you said the law of the spirit of life that raised Jesus Christ from the dead has destroyed every law of sin and death. And pain and fracture is a law of sin and death. I kept on, I stood on the, on, on the word. I, I said, God, I said, in a few months, I have to go to Africa. I have to go and bury my mom. It is your will that I have to bury my old age mom. I said, God, this thing, it will go. These boots, I'm not going to wear boots to, to travel. It's a fight of faith, my brothers and my sisters. And we have to do it because the Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He already provided what we need to fight the fight of faith. It's a fight of faith in this evil world. See what AMPC, conflict of evil because we are, evil is all around every day, every minute. People say it out. And we are seeing it vividly. So it's a fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. In conflict with evil, there are evil, but we don't follow them. We have to remain standing. We have to remain standing in the Lord Jesus Christ because he is the author and the finisher of our faith. Praise the Lord. So what is a fight of faith? What is that fight of faith that we are fighting? I will use AMP Amplified as my definition. Faith is the assurance, titled it, confirmation of things, hope for divinely guaranteed. Is already guaranteed because he did it at the cross. And he rose, he's no longer on the cross. And we also, we are crucified with him. As Galatians 3 said, Christ has redeemed us from that cause, and we are crucified with him. Nevertheless, we are living. We are not the one living, but Christ is the one living in us. So faith is the substance, the title deed, confirmation. When you buy a house, you have a title deed. And that title deed is what is a confirmation that you own that house. So of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. The conviction of the reality that this leg has been healed. Even when I went, when I traveled, when I stood for so many hours, the feet will go swollen. All my siblings, they were worried. I said, no, this healed is already healed. 
I don't bother about what. This, heat, this, this right is healed already. It's already a done deal. So you see, it's a fight of faith. Even in the midst of you seeing something that is hopeless, you continue. Abraham believed God, even at the old age. As a reader, as a thinker, I wonder what everybody around Abraham will be telling him. You, this old man, you are still waiting. You are still believing God that we have a son. You are too old. But Abraham fought the fight of faith. He stood his ground. Even though I am old, even though I may be using Cain, but I believe and trusted in God that says a thing and bring it to pass. Because he's not a liar. Our God is not a liar. The thief, the devil is a liar. He's the one that has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But God has come through Jesus Christ to give us life. And that life is eternal life. And that's why we are fighting this good fight. It's a good fight. It is not a fight that we are, you know, like you are, you are fighting physical fight. So faith is a belief. This is Nelson Dictionary of the Bible. Faith is a belief in or confident attitude toward God. Involving commitment to his will for one's life. That means we have a commitment. We have to be committed to it. Come rain, come sunshine. Anything happens, you, be, you just, we stand our ground on him because he is the one that has promised and he's always do whatever he promised us. So fight of faith is a personal commitment to confidently live a life that is completely dependent on God's will despite conflicting evil things happening around us in opposition to our belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. It will happen. There, are, there will be conflicting evil, either from the devil, from the world, even from our own thoughts, because the devil is the one that brings negative thoughts into our hearts. So true faith is the confidence in God's in God or in Christ, not in ourselves, not in any other things, not in the news, not in what is going on around the world. But we still stood our faith because the Bible says in Psalm 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Mosai shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You see, I will say of the Lord, he is our refuge and is our fortress. He's our safety 24 by 7. He said in the midst of it all, we should not fear because the peace of God is with us. So we live by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and his word, not by sight. That's 2 Corinthians 5, 7. We live by faith, not by sight, not by what we see. If I did not, I fought the fight of faith on my leg. I will not be here this morning. I will still be rather wearing, but I stood my ground. The day the doctor took it off, I said, God, I thank you. As I'm wearing it, I said, God, I'm following the doctor's, uh, you know, requirements. I will follow it, but God, I know you have healed this leg. And he did. Praise the Lord. So what is that good fight of faith? What is the good fight of faith? When we say something good, 
You know, we are all scholars. Let's learn together. Good is something pleasant, something kind, something gracious. So when we are fighting the good fight of faith for the winner's prize, what, what is that good faith? Fighting the good fight of faith requires fleeing, that is running, from sin and all appearance of sin, including everything that is evil. You see, evil came out from the word, what? Devil. You just take the D and you see evil. So evil comes from the devil. Because that name matches each other. Evil, devil. So I'm pursuing righteousness. We have to pursue righteousness because God has already imparted and imputed that his own righteousness in us when we give our life to Christ. Then we pursue godliness. We live a holy life because God is holy, our Father. We also, we are holy because we are in him. As act of the apostle says, Christ, we live in him, we move in him, and in him we have our being. So that's what the word of God says. Faith, we pursue faith in our good fight. We pursue love. Even the people that are unlovable, you love them. If Christ can pray for those people that nail him to the cross, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. What are we supposed to do if some people are stepping on our toes? Maybe they annoy us. We have to love them because God has commanded us that we should love one another. Without which, that love and that peace, he said, follow peace with all men, without which we will not see him. And that peace also requires love. Because you can't have peace with somebody you don't love. But God loves us. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. So that love is very essential because God loves us first. The Bible says, while we are yet sinners, we don't have a knowledge of him. He died for the whole world at the cross of Calvary. Also, in our good fight of faith, we have to pursue endurance. We persevere. No matter what we are going through, you endure. Because if Christ can endure for the whole world and give himself for us, we too will have to be willing to fight that good fight of faith, pursuing endurance. And we pursue gentleness. Gentleness. So also, another thing that is what is a good fight of faith it's all about making a deliberate choice. We have to make that deliberate choice. To consistently, we have to be consistent. Follow God's will and living a life controlled by the Holy Spirit. 24 by 7. The Bible says in the book of Acts 1.8, But you and I will receive power. After that the Holy Spirit has come upon us. And we shall be his witnesses. Then they put those land, those areas, Samaria. But now we will be witness in New Jersey, in New York. Those of you watching online, either you are in Nigeria, you are in Ghana, wherever you are, we are going to be his witnesses. That is, we witness for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that he has given to us, through which we are saved. Despite 
the conflict with evil, we have to fight that faith. Despite corruption going all over, we have to stay our ground and be truthful. We live a truthful life. We don't join them. We stay clear and confess that Christ. We should not be ashamed of the gospel. We should not be ashamed to say, I am a child of God by the grace of God. I am redeemed. I cannot do what you are doing because the Christ that lives in me cannot allow me to do that. We should not be ashamed to do that. Let them call us names. Let's bear that name for Christ. Because we have a price to get when we get there. Praise the Lord. Despite trials, because the devil may try us and bring stuff. But we stay our ground because God is a faithful God. Despite tribulations and oppositions, of the powers of darkness, we have to stay our ground and continue to fight the good fight of faith. Our fight is a gracious good fight for the purpose of God and the truth. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And we have to live that life because he that has saved us, he that we are bearing his name, is a truthful God. Our great good captain. We have a captain. He's our captain. He's the captain of the battle, of the fight. Jesus Christ is the captain of our salvation. And he has already won that battle for us. Let's read John 16, 33. God has already fought the battle for us. Even the battle that is coming tomorrow. He, he, finished, he won it for us already. I have told you this. So in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, trials, tribulations. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Praise the Lord. Amen. Do we agree with that? We should take heart because Jesus overcome the world for us. Overcome trials, overcome tribulation, overcome whatever battle that the devil is bringing forth, he already overcome. You know, when we have that positive mind, we'll be able to take our stand and courageously and boldly speak. It is written, I am not alone. It is written, Jesus overcame for me already. It's a past ten. He won this battle for me already. So that gives us the strength to be able to take our stand and fight the good fight of faith and be victorious. So fight with Confident trust in God and his word. We, we fight with our confident trust in God and his word. Because he already gave us what we need. The word is what we need. And he is the word. So for our struggle, is not against flesh. So it is, as I mentioned, it is not a physical, we are not fighting a physical opponent. Ephesians 6.12 we are not fighting the flesh and blood. Even people that annoy us or that say unnecessary stuff to us, they are not the ones saying it. It is what is controlling them. So that's what we should recognize. And we'll be able to be able to follow peace and love them. Because they are not the one. You know, imagine somebody abusing you and all that, and you are still smiling. And you are still saying, okay, I, I'm, I, I'm not fighting with you. I love you with the love of Christ. It takes the grace and the power of God to do that. 
So for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly supernatural places. But glory be to God. The Bible says we are seated together with Christ Jesus in the heavenly places, far above principalities and power. So we are seated together with him, even though these things are struggle in those heavenly places, but from the devil. But we also... Hallelujah. We are seated together with the King of Kings. We are seated together with the Lord of Lords in the heavenly places, far above principalities and powers, far above all these forces that we are fighting. So when we know the word, you see, there is a song that I've, you know, it was, I know whom I believe. I worship the Lord. I know whom I believe. I worship the Lord. He's a holy God. He's a righteous God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. So I praise his name. I worship the Lord. I sang that song so that we can know. We have to know in whom we are believed. When we know and we have that confidence that we know that we are serving a living God. And we know in whom we are believed. We'll be able to stand strong and fight the good fight of faith. And know that we are not alone. Because in Christ now we are living. In Christ, we are moving. In Christ, we have everything in our lives. Because in him, we have our being. He's the one that gave us the breath of life. So when we know in whom we are believed, we'll be able to stand strong and courageously and boldly fight the good fight of faith. And we should not be scared. We should not be fearful of the forces of darkness that are battling with us. We should know that greater is he that is in us than he that is those forces. And that will give us the courage and the boldness to confidently say, the God in me is greater than the one that is fighting this battle. And he already won for me. So this is not a wrestling match against human opponents. That is God's word. That's the version God. This is not a wrestling match against a human opponent. We are wrestling with rulers, authorities, the powers who govern this world of darkness and spiritual forces that control evil in this, in the heavenly world. But thanks be to God, Jesus Christ is greater than them. Because when we have that assurance that Jesus that is in us is greater than this whatever heavenly forces, we will have the ability to be bold and confront whatever it is and say, no, you are not crossing over this because you, this, this body belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. So as believers who have confessed Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior in the presence of many witnesses. We are not wrestling with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realm. But when the Bible says this, it, we shouldn't allow fear to come to, to, you know, to just spring up from us. We should be bold. 
The Bible says the righteous is as bold as a lion. We should be bold. We should not be fearful and, you know, fidgeting on whatever it is. But we should be bold because we are children. Because the God we are serving, he wants us to be bold and be able to fight as a soldier of Christ because we are soldiers of Christ. And as soldiers of Christ, we are guided and controlled by the Spirit of God, not our own spirit. Because we have the Spirit of God. He has promised us that Spirit in Act 1.8. And he said we'll receive power. So we have that power when we receive the Holy Spirit. We have that power to confront and fight the battle and fight the good fight of faith and win victoriously. 2 Timothy 2.4 For every soldier called to active duty must divorce himself from the distraction of this world, so that he may fully satisfy the one who chose him. Because Christ chose us, and Christ saved us. He redeemed us. So we have to divorce ourselves, that is, move away, go out from everything that can distract us. We have to flee, we have to set, set ourselves apart from everything that will distract us. You see, like a military soldier, you know, when the military soldier... You know, when you, when you are a Bible scholar, when you are preparing to do an assignment, God is blessing you and God is blessing those people that were here. Because as you go, God is training us and building us also. So, you know, as I was preparing, I saw the military soldier, they are required to go through vigorous combat, training with military weapons. They have to go through military training and vigorous one just as somebody that is going to the gym and maybe some people that are athletes maybe they are playing basketball or volleyball they have to go through different practice and as they practice they have to go also to keep in shape because when they are too heavy they will not be able to be active so they go through different kind of gym prepare themselves. So also, the military soldier of the world, they go through vigorous training. And they have to go through those military, military training using those weapons because they have to exercise how to use it before they go to face their opponents when they go to war so that they will be ready for the war. But we are not. We don't need all those ammunitions. What we need is Christ and his word. That's, uh, that's our weapon. We are going to go there. If you go, can't go there today, the next day that, I'm, that I will be ministering, we will, we, will, we will complete it. So we have to, we, don't, we are not fighting flesh and blood. We are not fighting with human opponents. So we don't need all those weapons that the soldier of the world uses. So, but brethren, we do not need all these physical weapons to fight the good fight of faith because we are not fighting against human forces. God has provided all what we need for the battle. He has blessed us with spiritual armor to help us for the attacks we face every day. We just say it is written. Imagine the devil bringing thoughts. That's why, you know, we have to build ourselves up. As Jude 1.20 said, if we have to build ourselves up, we can't just, just, just say, the, the, before we, we gave our life to Christ five years ago. We have to build ourselves every day. And how do we do that? We pray. We go to the Word. 
Joshua 1a said, this book of the law shall not depart from our mouth, but we shall meditate upon it day and night. You see, since then, that was Joshua, the beginning of the Bible, Genesis. You see, God instructed, he knew that we, we, we need the word to fight battle. We need the word to be able to face whatever comes to us every day. Thoughts comes because we can't ask the devil not to put thoughts in our heart, but we are the one that will appropriate and say it is written. So the thought will go. But when we allow the thought and we don't have a weapon to fight the thought, how are we going to win? So we need the word of God. We have to build ourselves in the word, in our spiritual life. We need the word because that's one of the weapons that we need to fight the good fight of faith. So the word of God is our weapon of warfare. Hebrews 4.12, the word of God. For the word of God that God speaks is alive. The word is alive. See, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. You see, he's a discerner. He knows what the thought comes. When that thought is not in line with the word of God, we just cancel it. No, this is not from God. The Bible says the thought of God towards me is the thought of peace and not of evil to give me an expected end. You know, the devil, he doesn't, he doesn't see it. Or he's all over 24 by 7. Imagine, you know, when we are coming back from, when we are coming back on the plane. If you see that unnecessary thought that he put in my heart, and he constantly, and constantly I'm telling him, the Bible says he will keep my going out and my coming in. He's with me in this plane. Even though the pilot and all, everybody that is in there is the one controlling them. So he has made us to, you know, to take off peacefully. And we are going to land peacefully. Few minutes, it will come again. Again, I will say the word. That's a fight of faith. You keep on fighting, you say the word. And after a few, few minutes, you know, like several times, the thought went off. But imagine if I don't have the word. It will just come and pile up fear. And I will sit down there. I will be shaking. But why are we shaking? The Bible says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in him. So that's why we need the word. We can't just joke and play with the word. You see, when all our pastors come here and be telling us we need the word, we need to do that. We need to build ourselves up in this faith with the word of God because the word is our weapon. You see, last week they were discussing a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of things going on all over the world. News, you, you hear news, you hear this and all that. I just pray, I say, God, I just pray for everybody. I pray for the president to be able to, to, you know, for God to direct them to make the right decision. Instead of being part of, you know, talking, talking. I just prayed that prayer. I just kept quiet. You see, when we have the word, we'll be able, because the Bible says we should pray for our leaders. Instead of talking negatively. So we need the word, because the word is what can help us. Anywhere you go, either you are driving, you see people driving recklessly, you see people driving, you just, sometimes you are driving, you just see them. But when you see them like that, you don't say anything. You just say, oh, 
you just, just be, keep your patience. Because if you don't have the word, you start saying unnecessary stuff. But you need the word. Because the Bible says you should pray for those people that are despitefully using you or making fun of you. But if you don't have the word, you will just be doing all what the word, the people of the world are doing. So we need the word because the word of God is one of the weapons of our warfare. I will read the ampli Amplified Version. Don't worry about it. Hebrew 4, 12, because it's, it's more, more detailed. For the word, of, for the word that God speaks is alive, is full of power, making it active, operative, energizing. You see, the word of God energizes us and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and the immortal spirit and of joints and marrow of the deepest part of our nature. You know, we have our human nature, but because we have been redeemed, we now have the nature of Christ. Exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thought and purposes of the heart. So the Bible says also, let the word of God Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. You see, God knows that we need that word to encourage us. We need that word to strengthen us. So the word of God is very essential. It's one of the weapons that we need to fight the good fight of faith. So thanks be to God who has given us victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. He has given us victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are going to do a little bit. I will, I will finish the, the sermon next time. Paul tells us that the good fight of faith is... As we read in Ephesians 6, 11 to 12, that the fight of faith is against the devil. It's against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly realms. I mentioned it earlier, but I'm emphasizing on it. So my brothers and my sisters, following the Lord Jesus Christ is a fight of faith because we have a real enemy. The enemy is real. And he doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't go and sit down. He goes all over. That is the reason why we also, we have to be active. And we have to know in whom we are believed. And we have to build ourselves up in the word of God. And the Holy Spirit will help us. We give us that strength to be able to face him. So also 1 Peter 5, 8 says, be well balanced. We have to be well balanced. Temperate. Sober of mind. That is to calm ourselves down and think deeply about the word. Be vigilant. We have to be watchful. Be vigilant and courteous at all times. For that enemy of ours, the devil, roams around like a lion. He's not the lion. He's not the lion. Because Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's just roam about like a lion, you know, camouflaging. In fierce anger, 
because he wants to see where he can stay. Seeking someone to seize upon and devour, he will not devour us in Jesus' name. So I will quickly go through that song, that hymn that we sang. You know, God just took me there yesterday. That hymn is powerful. We can go back and begin to sing and meditate on that hymn. Fight the good fight with all thy might. That is, with all our strength. Christ is our strength. With Christ's strength in us. He said we should fight the good fight with all our might. That is the strength of God. Christ is our strength. And Christ is our right standing. Lay hold. You see, it's in that verse. Lay hold on life. And it shall be thy joy and crown internally. We lay hold on the life that God has given to us. He wants us to enjoy from here as we are in him. And then more enjoyment when we get to heaven. Run the straight race. It's a straight race. It's a narrow way. It's not the broad one that, that encourages different things. But it's a narrow way that we have to go through. The narrow way we cannot take any baggages. You see, when you are traveling, <laughs> they reduce whatever weight we have. So you have to make sure you pack whatever you don't need. So that you will not have too much excess luggage. So same way. The straight way we are going, we can't carry excess luggage. You have to go there through all God has already given to us, but not excess luggage. So run the straight race with God's good grace. That grace, we don't merit it, but he gave it to us anyway because he loves us. So run the straight race through God's good grace. Lift up thy eyes and seek his face. We have to lift up our eyes and seek his face 24 by 7 as we wake up. You see, when you are preparing for mercy, because the devil knows that you are coming to speak forth what is against him. Before I slept, a lot of stuff, I said, you have lost the battle. God is speaking forth this, not me. So whatever it is, I don't even pay him no mind any longer. I just stood, I stayed my ground. This is what God says, and I'm standing on what God says. And God, God is a faithful God. His word does not go back to him without coming to fulfillment. He's turned by his words. So that's how we fight that faith, that fight of faith. We lift up our eyes and seek his face. Life with his way before us lies. You saw his way lies before us. Christ is the path. He is the path. And Christ is that price. That price that we have there that he has ordained for us is that price. Even from here, from this world, we start receiving that price. Because he gave us, he said, everything that pertained to life and godliness, he already provided for us in Christ Jesus. The next verse. Cast care aside. Do not allow any unnecessary things to bother you. Cast every unnecessary care aside. Upon, put it upon him. He said, all of us, everybody, every, every lady, we should put it on him. Lean and his mercy will provide. When we lean on him, when we trust him with the whole of our heart, his mercy is always there. 
They are new every morning. His faithfulness and his mercy and his grace is always there for us every day, every minute. Faint not. That's the last part. verse. Faint not, nor fear. Say, do not fear because I am with you, even unto the hands of the heart. His arms are near. His arms is always near. He carries us every day. But we have to focus on him also. We have to focus on him. We can't shift our focus. And our God, he changeth not. He changeth not. He faileth not. He is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he remains the same forever. He's a faithful God. So let's fight the good fight of faith. Trusting in our God. Trusting in the Lord Jesus who has come to give us life. And that life that he has come to give us, he has come to give us abundantly. So we'll continue the second part. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, our Lord and our God, we give you praise because you are a faithful God. Because you are a good God. You love us so much and you are reminding us that is a fight of faith. The day that we surrendered our life to the Lord Jesus Christ, the devil and his hosts, they are not happy because they lost a soul in their kingdom. And we are in the kingdom of the light because you have redeemed us from the kingdom of darkness. You brought us to the kingdom of light. Daddy, we exalt you for counting us worthy to be part of the lost army. We give you all the praise. Thank you, faithful Jehovah, for the word that you have spoken to us this afternoon. Lord, as we go, continue to open our spiritual eyes. Continue to give us more divine wisdom, revelation, and understanding that we are fighting a good fight and we are not alone in that fight. Help us to continue to build ourselves up in our spiritual life. Creating time to meditate upon your word. And always with boldness and victoriously to stand our ground and say it is written. Because that is why you send the word to us. Thank you, faithful Jehovah. We commit the rest of the service unto you. Let your will continue to be unfolded. Let your will continue to be established. Daddy, we give you all the praise for answering our prayer. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, we have prayed and we have received. Praise the Lord.